There's a lot been written about storytelling lately, myself included, and I've been looking for a way to take this buzzword and put some substance behind it. My latest conversation helps, but it also opens the door for more questions around what storytelling can do for customer experience beyond marketing. I spoke with Ryan Taft, CEO of the startup StorySoft. It's a digital storytelling platform. Taft has spent the last 15 years in marketing, a lot of that on the agency side, but also in the startup world. Not only does he understand marketing, but he understands technology and how the two of them work together to create great stories. We discussed everything from how to do storytelling the right way to how stories support sales and customer service as much as they support marketing. And of course, we talked about his new startup and how his company wants to bring storytelling and empathy to every channel. Here's that conversation. So uh, before we get um, kind of into the nitty gritty of, of your new company, tell me a little bit about yourself and your background. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I am a marketer. I spent 15 years in the industry, uh, mostly on the agency side. Um, I've also started uh, some SaaS companies and helped, you know, obviously to grow those. I, I graduated uh, from Bentley College up in Waltham, Massachusetts uh, with a degree in communications. Uh, I kind of, I consider myself really a self-taught marketer. Um, while I was in high school and college, just kind of consumed uh, a lot of marketing books and then spent a lot of my time uh, doing internships and things like that in the marketing world. And so um, kind of harnessed my skills, I guess, over, over the years. Um, you know, one of the things I feel like I was really lucky, you know, my first job out of school, I worked at a database marketing company, kind of the forerunner to CRM that we know today. And uh, at that organization, they had all of their uh, business folks, you know, learn SQL database query, right? So um, I kind of got immersed in the kind of the database and the technical background side of the house. And um, that's really allowed me to build, you know, this, this unique skill set where, you know, I understand the data and the technology, you know, enough to be dangerous, mm -hmm. uh, but I also understand the business and the marketing side. And so what that allows me to do is to really talk to both sides of the house, right? I can talk to the tech team and explain to them, um, what we need from a kind of a marketing strategy perspective, but I could also go uh, out and speak with marketers and explain why we might want to consider, you know, executing a program a specific way, you know, based on kind of the technical side of the house, right? And what makes sense. Um, I think, um, I know I don't think it really matters that you have like a degree in marketing. I have one and I learned nothing about the kind of marketing we do today, right? So, I mean, it's, everything is just so different and I think you learn so much more as you work and work at it and kind of on the job kind of training and, and, and lots of people sharing tons of insights and knowledge out there that you can definitely learn from. Yeah, I, I would yeah. agree. I mean, it's just, it's just moving so fast today too. Right. So yeah, um, yeah I, I think it's, you know, kind of boots on the ground really um, provides a real, uh, you know, a very strong experience and, and you can harness your skills um, you know, with or without that degree. Yeah. I saw that you have, um, you've done a lot of work in the healthcare industry. Did, do you find that the way that they do have to do um, digital marketing today is different from say the, you know, technology space or, or another industry? Yeah, I, I would. I mean, so, you know, healthcare, financial services, you know, things, you know, industries like that, verticals like that, they're highly regulated. Right. And so you have to be, especially if you are an innovator and you want to 
um, kind of bring new ideas, new technologies to the space. Um, you know, it takes a very different effort, you know, working with different stakeholders from, you know, their regulatory side of the house to their marketing team, to their, you know, the agencies that they work with, right? You have to make sure that everybody's on the same page and, um, you know, and, and understands, you know, how we can bring about innovation while reducing, you know, kind of our exposure, our risk. Um, and, you know, I think one of the things that you know, I'm excited about for healthcare is that, you know, they're, they're starting to pick up steam in terms of innovation. I think they're getting more comfortable with it. I think historically healthcare has been 10, 15 years behind, right, in terms of what um, some of the CPG, you know, brands are doing, especially in the digital space. Uh, but I think that they're realizing that, um, they have to start to speed things up and, uh, you know, even small examples, right? I mean, Novartis, I believe, brought in their head of uh, digital who came from outside of healthcare. I mean, just a few years ago, you, you know, if you didn't grow up in healthcare, you were, you know, getting you know, a job within healthcare. Whereas now you're starting to see signs where that they, they need to leverage those consumer insights, right? The folks that know how to do, you know, digital marketing on the consumer side, they need to bring that thinking into the healthcare space. Um, and you're seeing a little bit more of that. So I'm, I'm excited about the future there. It sounds like it's a, a good market to be in or a good industry to kind of really get, dig your teeth into and, and help them out quite a bit. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I mean, I think one of the big things, you know, that we see across all industries, but specifically is health, in, in healthcare is, you know, how to use data in a compliant way um, to kind of, you know, create these frictionless, uh, customer experiences, you know, whether that's for a patient, whether that's for a healthcare provider, a representative, um, you know, they're, they're trying to find ways and leverage the right tools um, to, you know, to, to do what everybody's trying to do right now, which is break through the noise, break through the clutter um, and help their brand stand out. Right. And, and by breaking through the noise, the, the, the new buzzword that everybody's using is storytelling. Yes. And um, it's a term, to be honest, that's it's kind of starting to drive me a little crazy because everybody's using it. And, and, and I think they're all kind of, they talk about it in the same way. But I just, I think that it, there's more of a struggle for the brands to wrap their head around what that really means than what maybe some marketers are, are kind of explaining it as. So in, what is your kind of view of what storytelling is? Sure. So, so first, I think what's, what's really interesting, um, and you see this with a lot of things, right, which is what's old becomes new again, Yeah. you know, and storytelling is about as, you know, ancient as human language, right? I mean, and, and that's quite honestly why it's so powerful is because, you know, as humans, we make sense of the world by telling stories um, and consuming stories, right? It's how we connect the dots. Um, you know, and I think as marketers, we've been telling stories uh, since the beginning of marketing. It's just taken a different form over the years. Um, and, and so why I think it's coming back is because, you know, stories are the most powerful form of content. You have, you know, the last 10 years, everybody's been riding the content marketing wave. Um, but a lot of that content now has become saturated, right? Um, reach has been commoditized with tools like mobile and social media and we're inundating consumers uh, with content. But that content is historically focused on the what. You know, what my product does, what features it offers, you know, what it costs. And so, you know, what's happening now is that consumers are tuning that out. What they want to understand 
you know, especially millennials, is the hows and the whys, right? You know, why, you know, is, is my brand, you know, so different? Why, you know, why should it connect with me? How um, does my product, you know, using my product, how does that make you feel? Um, they they want to understand kind of the deeper essence of, of the brand. And I think that's where storytelling comes in. Um, you know, I think that you hear it a lot and like anything, you know, there's different, um, there, you know, the effectiveness is, is kind of a, a scale, right? What I, yeah. you know, what I've been seeing, what I've, um, you know, talking, talking to folks about is that, you know, a lot of people are talking about telling stories, but they're doing it utilizing traditional media, right? Um, and they're, they're not going deep on the emotion side of it. I think that's where, you know, you get the, the real value is when you're able to evoke emotion, create empathy with your audience so that they can see themselves within your story. Um, and, and I think that's where the power come from, comes from. And so the brands that are able to kind of evoke those emotions uh, when they create that story content, I think are the ones who are going to win in the future. Is there, like from your perspective in your work, is there a, a strategy or a kind of series of steps that a brand would take to put themselves in that right mindset? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, and, uh, and you know, we kind of take advantage of it uh, with StorySoft, uh, which we can talk about, you know, a little bit later, but there's a framework, right? There's a, there's a proven storytelling framework. Um, and there's different sorts of stories, right? You talk about the hero's journey and, and uh, stories like that, right? Where they're, you're taking um, consumers, you're taking people um, on a ride, right? So the first thing, you know, in terms of the storytelling framework is instantly you have to you have to resonate, right? You have to create empathy. You, you know, you, in order to hook people in and, and capture their attention, right? maybe you have three seconds, five seconds, right? Before people swipe, you know, or click away from your site. Um, you know, so you instantly have to identify with your audience and understand, you know, what challenges are they going through? Um, you know, what, uh, what are their core values and which ones, which of those core values align to your brand's core values? And so you need to manifest that in the beginning of the story so that you get people to say, hmm, this brand's like me, or, you know, this, you know, this character is going through a similar challenge that I'm going through. I'll, you know, I'll give them my attention for just a little bit longer, right? So, you know, it's almost like thinking in terms of conversion rates. It, uh, you know, at each point in the story, you've got to convert. And the first thing you have to do is you've got to convert on empathy. From there, once you have them hooked, um, then it's about, you know, taking them on, on that ride of ups and downs, right? So the, the protagonist, the main character, there's, there's always a challenge that that, you know, individual is going to go through. And again, it's, it's best if that challenge is something that resonates with the audience. And then ultimately there's a solution, you know, that they provide um, or that they find, you know, to solve that challenge. And then ultimately the outcome, right, is, you know, they, they win, you know, and they, they've solved the challenge and they've, um, you know, they they're, can move on kind of in their in their world, so to speak. So, you know, you the first part is empathy. The next part is kind of the kind of the roller coaster of uh, challenge and solution in order to, to find that ultimate outcome. It, very much like traditional storytelling when you write writing a non a fiction based story. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And then, you know, a lot of the times. Uh, at the end, right, where you're going to, um, where you kind of bring that, that, that story to conclusion. Uh, if you're telling a product story, then obviously it's very, uh, very easy to make your product the hero, yeah. right? Um, you know, and so at that point, you kind of, you know, you, 
again, you resonate with the audience because they have a similar challenge, and then they see that the character has solved their challenge with utilizing a specific product or service. And so what that does in, their, in the mind of the audience, it says, well, I have a similar challenge, maybe I can go ahead and solve that challenge you know, by leveraging, you know, by utilizing this product or service. And then, and then as a marketer, you plant that call to action, right? There's a great book, it's called Storynomics, and it talks about the open mind moment. And it's that, that aha moment when everything within a story kind of comes together. And at that instant, uh, so, you know, there's actually been studies done on the brain where the mind is open to any messages that are, that are planted at that time for about, I think it's five to eight seconds. And so in, in you know, marketing stories, you, know, you kind of bring that story to conclusion. Uh, you connect the, dot, the dots for the audience. And at that point in time, you plant your call to action because then it sticks in the mind of the audience. Right. No, that makes sense. Um, okay. So you talked about how um, the storytelling requires a change in how you use technology, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So um, you have a new, a new solution out called StorySoft, which is just, you just, came to market this year, is that, was that correct? That's correct, we are a startup. Okay, so what is StorySoft and where did the idea for it come from? Sure, so StorySoft is a digital storytelling platform and what we've done um, is we've connected three core components, which is that storytelling framework that we, we talked about, right? That kind of that process yeah. by which you can evoke emotions within your audience. Uh, we've combined that with marketing technologies as well as an analytics layer. And so what we're doing is we're enabling brands to tell these digital linear narratives uh, that consumers can swipe through, you know, their mobile first experiences. Um, they're built responsive, so they work on the mobile phone, but they can also be consumed you know, on, your, on your laptop or your tablet. And what's very unique about them, again, is that they're linear in nature, right? So, um, you know, you can basically tell your story similar to a, a book, right? Where you flip from page to page. Um, you know, you do the same thing within a story soft story. You kind of swipe right to left um, to consume those messages. And really, you know, one of the, the biggest, um, you know, one of the most powerful, you know, parts of this is that because of the, the linear nature of this, the analytics that you get out of these stories are extremely powerful. So I don't know if you've ever looked at Google Analytics on a website, right? And you, mm -hmm. you track kind of the user flow. Um, it, that report looks like spaghetti, right? Because my experience is different from your experience, which is different from the next person's experience. So it's very hard to understand what messages are being consumed, what, mess you know, what messages are resonating, where people are dropping off, um, and so it's hard to identify trends and patterns and thus, you know, kind of optimize your content based on that information, right? Um, right. Marketing hours and hours in these reports trying to, you know, understand what's happening, you know? And so within these, these uh, story soft stories, because they're linear, um, say there's eight screens. If you look at the reports on the back end and see that, you know, uh, there's a big drop off at screen six, then you can go into screen six, look at the content, and say, okay, how do I modify this content to get more people to move through that story, get past screen six, and ultimately get to the call to action at the end? Um, so, you know, by taking advantage of that linear nature, it really provides uh, marketers with a unique opportunity to kind of consume 
easy to read and understand reports and then make those optimizations very quickly. So the, these stories, are they a replacement in, in your mind for the brand, not a replacement for the brand website? I know you probably wouldn't say that, but are they, they exist alongside of it? Like how do, how do the two kind of work together? Yeah, they, you know, I think they bridge the gap between, you know, a click and a deep website, right? You know, so they, uh, we don't want to replace your website. What we want to do is allow you to tell uh, sto very specific stories about your brand product services or customers. Um, you know, so the idea is, you know, think, you know, a good way to think about it is, you know, these stories are, they're better than social media stories, right? So social media um, you know, you, you take all, a lot of these marketers, they spend a ton of time creating content for every different channel, right? So um, and each one of those, those platforms um, have, has different restrictions, right? So Instagram stories, you know, it's, you know, images and video only, um, you know, Twitter, you got to tell your story in 280 characters or less, right. right? On your blog, you have to, you know, create your story in a way, you know, in, where you're infusing SEO keywords. What we're saying is, you know, create your story in an immersive way. Tell your story once with StorySoft and then use those platforms, those channels for really what they're best at, which is reach, right? So create a story um, and stories are hosted on a URL. So they're extremely flexible in that you can create the content uh, utilizing web-based technologies, publish it to a URL and then share that URL through any channel digital or physical right so um, you might have a print piece you know and you could have a qr code on there that that when somebody scans opens up that link you could have a short url um, you could have text abc to one two three and and you get a message back you know a text message back that has a link to that story so um, because these are uh, hosted on a url it really provides marketers with a lot of flexibility in that they can create the content once and share it everywhere. And can you can you in, um, embed the stories in your website? Uh, you can. You know, you can embed them, or you can you can link out to them. You can have them. You know, iframe them out if, within a pop up. Right. Um, the other really interesting thing, you know, is that we have the ability to personalize stories. Um, you know, so it, it, a good way to think about it is uh, similar to email. Right, where you know in email there's variable code that you can put in an email so that when you get an email it says, Dear Barb, you know, thank you for visiting the website today, right? And then it, it tells their story. We can pull in personalization similar to that. So imagine somebody's going to a website, they're navigating on their your e-commerce page, and you know, they land on a product page. You could actually, you know, pop up um, you know, a little window that says, you know, here, you know, here Barb's testimonial about these red shoes. Right. And, and that story content, you know, you click on it and because, you know, we, you know, we're tracking you or your, your website's tracking you um, and has that, those, that cookie data, we can actually then personalize the content within the story based on the data that you already have on those individuals. Um, so, so yes, we can, you know, you can absolutely connect them to your website. Um, but you can even go deeper to that than that, and you can actually personalize stories based on data that you have um, on individuals. So they're dynamically generated. Then is that that what you're saying? Because to personalize it, you'd you'd have to um, in real time anyway. You'd have to be able to generate the story dynamically. 
That's correct. So what we can do is we can plug into any back end, right? So if, if a company is using Salesforce or they're using MailChimp, right? Um, they have a list of individuals that they, you know, that they have that have subscribed to, you know, to receive content, you know, from those brands. What we can do is we can say, okay, let's plug your MailChimp into StorySolve. And then what we do on the back end is we work to say, okay, what data do we want to pull through? Is it simple personalizations like first name? Or is it more complex information like previous shopping behavior? Right? So if we know, if the, it, you know, we can personalize the content in four different ways, right? So we can just pull in simple personalizations like, like name um, and, and, and content. We can also um, create segmented stories, right? So a lot of brands are creating personas now. They might have four, five, six personas. So you can create different stories based on those personas. We can also dynamically, to your point, we can also dynamically um, create content, right? So again, if we know that Barb bought red shoes uh, five months ago, and now you know we just got a you know a data point in that Barb is on our e-commerce site, and we just released a new pair of shoes and they come in red, we could actually serve up a link with variable dynamic variables within that URL that when Barb clicks on it, the content that she consumes within that story is actually personalized to her previous behavior, right? It talks about the red shoes instead of the blue shoes um, and, and things of that nature. We also have the ability to um, personalize within a story. So over time, you build up data. And so we can use machine learning and AI so that when you go to screen four and you take a certain action, then on screen six, you get a, a specific piece of content uh, that nobody else gets because of you took a, you know, an, an action earlier in your story, right? So there's different ways we can personalize the content. And do you, is that all something that the marketer comes into StorySoft and does themselves, or do you have to help them kind of do that kind of customization? Yeah, so I, I think that with the, the ultimate goal is to have a builder that has the ability to pull in, you know, connect different um, different systems, right? So integrate in with your Aweber or your MailChimp and then pull in those variables, you know, that you want to create. Um, but, but right now, um, especially on the personalization side, we work with, with those teams so that we can help them pull it all together um, and create those, those dynamic experiences. How, have you seen a lot of success? Um, what size, what kind of customer levels are you going? Are you mid-market enterprise? Or are you trying to hit the small business market? Yeah, we're, we're you know, again, as, as we talked about earlier, we're, we're startup. Yeah. Um, and so coming out of the gate, where we're focused is that mid-market enterprise. Um, we're having, you know, a lot of conversations uh, with large, you know, consumer product goods companies, um, apparel companies. Uh, we're having a lot of conversations with B2B um, software providers, um, apparel companies. You know, so we are definitely... Uh, out of the gate targeting some of those larger brands. Um, but over time, as you know, we kind of evolve our, our platform, as we um, kind of add features to the builder and things of that nature that make it easier for smaller organizations, um, you know, to, to take advantage of the platform, the idea is to um, open it up to, you know, to some of the smaller, you know, smaller brands. Right, okay. Um, here's a question for you. It's kind of interesting in my mind anyway. Uh, we, we talk about tools like StorySoft to be used by marketers. 
but um, have, have you ever thought or have you ever had discussions with companies where sales or customer service would want to take advantage of these kind of tools as well? Absolutely. I think, you know, um, that's where we see the future, right? Or the, the expansion. Um, you know, right now, a lot of our messaging is focused on marketers. Um, but this tool, right, again, because storytelling, because stories are um, very human, right, in terms of, you know, we consume and tell ourselves stories, they're really the most effective form of content, and which means they, they bridge, you know, really any sort of conversation. So imagine a salesperson um, going out and, you know, having a conversation with a customer. And, you know, at, you know, after that conversation is over or before that person leaves, they say, you know, I'd love to send you a little bit more information uh, about our product or, uh, you know, I just, you know, we just signed up a customer. They remind me exactly of you. I'd love to share with you uh, their story. And then you, you know, you arm them with tools that allow them to say text a link to that, that individual in the moment. Right. So, you know, in the moment we you, know, you put that mobile number in, the text message goes out um, and then that customer receives a, a URL with a story. They click that link and they start swiping through um, and they see, again, oh, you know, similar, you know, similar industry than mine. Ah, similar challenge to mine. Oh, this is how they use, you know, that product. OK, great. You know, and at the end of it, you have a call to action, which is, you know, contact me for more information or, you know, buy now. Um, you know, speak to speak to a virtual rep, whatever it might be. But um, you can absolutely see this in sales. Uh, you can see this in employee training, right? You know, again, we mm -hmm. learn um, by by consuming stories. You know, and so you know, you're hiring new employees. Um, a certain portion of that content, instead of it being you know PDFs or print pieces where it's very factual, can be story story based. Um, so there's a lot of possibilities. Uh, for the for the platform, does it have interaction intera interactive components like you know can you do quizzes and polls and things like that? Sure, absolutely. Okay. So um, one of the things that uh, that we talked about a little earlier is that it's web based, yeah. right? So that really gives it a ton of flexibility and provides a ton of power. So you know stories are made up of um, digital media such as imagery content, you know, text overlays, video, animation, surveys, polls, uh, call to action buttons, right, where you can link out to a product page, you can capture, you know, if you're top of the funnel and you're doing lead capture, that call to action can be, you know, provide us with your name and email address. And you, we collect that information right into the, in, in the story itself. On the back end, we can connect with, again, any platform, right, your Salesforce, your MailChimp, and that data will automatically be, you know, added to your, your MailChimp list, you know, in real time. Um, you know, we, can, we have the ability, to your point, to do surveys, right? So you might want to learn a little bit more about your customer. Uh, we talked about how that could feed personalization in the future, right? So you could come into a story and it could say, you know, maybe it's a beauty, uh, you know, a story from a beauty brand. And it's like, well, what's your favorite color lipstick? And you, you go with um, red. Well, you click, you know, they, they click red and then two screens later or a screen later, now you're learning about their new line of red lipstick. Instead of talking generically about the lipstick and all the different colors it comes in, you can now take that data point and then you can feed that into a personalized experience later on in that story. Um, so there's a lot of interactivity that can be done within these experiences. 
I, I really like the um, the way you can personalize and and kind of segment it out the stories for different people or different groups or one person specifically. And I really like the idea of thinking about how you can leverage this kind of technology outside of marketing for sales and customer service. And I like the training idea. So it, that's the kind of stuff that makes me think, you know, these technologies that we always talk about for marketing just have such broader, broader, some of them anyway, have much broader level scope and that we should be thinking about how you can leverage them in different ways across the organization. Absolutely, you're yeah. spot on. I, I couldn't agree more. And I think you know, almost like taking it back to the beginning, right? Where you, you know, storytelling is is been such a buzzword that maybe um, you know it's turning people off. But I think this is this is where the difference comes in, right? It just depends on how people are thinking about it, um, about storytelling, and how they're pulling it together, right? You know, there's it's one thing to to talk about the power of storytelling, and then to utilize traditional media to do it, right? Well, yeah. do it through a video or do it through a, an Instagram story. You know, that's great. But the future of storytelling, where brands are going to get the most out of it, is by connecting these different technologies together in a way that allows you to deliver at the right, you know, to the right person at the right time with the right message, right channel, right? These personalized digital stories, um, because that's what's going to resonate. You know, and consumers, we know that this technology exists. And so every single time we get a communication from a brand that isn't doing these things, it's only going to, you know, frustrate us more and more going into the future. Brands need to figure out how to combine tools like StorySoft, you know, tools like, you know, Salesforce, all of these different technologies in a way that allows them to deliver that, that personalized experience in the moment. Right. Okay. Yeah, it's definitely, um, it's a buzzy word, but it just has so much um, context, context and thinking behind it. That's, and that's what I think is the most interesting about it. So yeah, yeah that's cool. Absolutely. All right, great. Um, thank you, Ryan. Absolutely. I, I appreciate uh, the time uh, that you, know, you spent with me today.